Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Did you see the opening ceremony of the friendly games? Aye. Heavy, mate. A cornucopia of dated formulaic Scottishness burst from an anthropomorphic shortbread tin, spilling hills, glens, thistles, bagpipes, bells, whistles, a Loch Ness monster, a Highland coo, Highland flings and Uchai the new, onto Celtic Park the stage, all swimming in a giant vat of tartan paint. Aye, the bar was raised. I was part embarrassed, part amazed. Danny Boyle must have witnessed the art in dismay, thinking how can I compete with that, I'm away. From a city and country that punches above its weight in height class, why so stereotype cast? Scottish culture moves so fast as to leave you jet lagged, but the game's opening felt like a step back. But what do I know? Maybe it's me that needs enlightened. I never thought I'd see Parkhead welcoming Her Highness. It's hardly cause for a national identity crisis, plus my mum quite liked it. I applaud the rainbow flag flying. Glasgow set the scene for a gay kiss and wedding at Gretna Green as a world statement that was trailblazing. And after this, we're maybe looking at a new meaning of the phrase a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> Allegedly, Usain Bolt was a little underwhelmed by his experience at Glasgow's Commonwealth after London 2012. Did he really say that? Asked the newscasters. He's the world's fastest man, but gossip moves faster. His 100 metres teammate Bailey Cole got the gold, but complained that the food wasn't as good as he got at home. Plus, fellow Jamaican Jason Livermore was off cold. Somebody get the man a jacket and a Greg's sausage roll. <laughs> drama, drama, drama. But it's a sporting occasion. 71 representations. The city's hoaching with greatness. I'll get off my soapbox to give the respect they're meriting. It's about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm not a sporting commentator, I don't appear on bylines, but here's a couple of my personal highlights. Ross Murdoch on day one became an immediate celebrity, his reactions mirror Scotland better than the opening ceremony. An underdog swore on telly with amazement and then had a wee greet with the emotion of the occasion. Ewan Burton explained the judo technique he'd started to use to get the gold, he said, I just squeezed his head as hard as I could. (laughs) 13-year-old Arade Davis was on fire too, she won a bronze medal and celebrated with a can of iron brew. Flyweight number one was on the wrong end of a hiding from Rhys McFadden, who was cheeky, showy and better at fighting. See, it's about great achievements and the human stories too. Real-life soap opera, seeing what the athletes are going through. The crowds and fans make events when it matters. Glasgow patter gain you banter quicker than sweeties frying batter. <laughs> International marathon runners were confused mid-run with shouts of gone yourself hen and I'll get you a pint when you're finished son. <laughs> Social comment is like trying to disarm a bomb without knowing what it takes. You're either going to save the day or it blows up in your face. And now I'm standing, sweating, hovering over the blue and the red wire because you can't mention the Commonwealth without addressing the Empire. Centuries of colonialism takes centuries to fix. Autonomy is a start, but not the remedy for this. Boycotting or ignoring that it's on, though, doesn't help to address or take ownership of the problems. The baggage of colonial legacy can't be put down. You need to carry that around until it's empty. So when people come together for the games in a good time, think of all the places Britain's left a menshi. One last question for the Council and the Games Federation. What will remain for Glasgow's regeneration? Athletic inspiration and the real steps they're taking. Half the children in North and East Glasgow live in deprivation. It's not like this lunacy's unnoticed. The individuals compete and show what hope is. And the Games is culturally important, but so are the communities that host it. Welcome to Glasgow Podcast and uh, welcome to an episode uh, that's 
a long time coming. We've been away. Uh, first up opening, Stanley Odd and the Friendly Games. That was actually the full version of the wrap-up of the um, kind of Dave Hook from Stanley Odd. He uh, did a kind of Commonwealth appearance thing for BBC Radio 5 Live and it was a summary um, but it actually appeared on SoundCloud this week. Um, so pretty much how was the games for you, uh, I suppose, is the question. Uh, Dave Hook is actually wonderful. He's got a great way of highlighting, um, I suppose, a supreme effort of people, but he's able to kind of target arseholes that need to be exposed and talked about and to situations that, that I suppose need to be um, highlighted also. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens from now on in Glasgow. Uh, the come down has actually started to hit. I did notice on Monday and it was quite bare in Glasgow. It, you know, the games were great. It was, uh, apart from the ceremonies, Twitter was extraordinary. It was the best part of any of the ceremonies, I have to say. Um, thank you to everyone that made it the best nights ever. Um, I kind of spoke to a taxi driver who deals, he kind of uh, transports, uh, I shouldn't say transport as if they're fucking tankers, but he uh, helps um, elderly people and obviously is, is you know, one of the, the main people that transports them around Glasgow. And he spoke to, uh, he had a, an elderly man of about 87 in his cab from the East End and his road was cordoned off and he actually relies on taxis to take him to shops and doctors and all that kind of stuff. And he just couldn't, the taxi couldn't actually even get up his road and he found it extremely heartbreaking because um, the old guy actually started crying in his cab because he just didn't know what he was going to do and stuff, which I suppose is quite hard to, to kind of cope with. Um, but will Glasgow Council give a fuck? Probably not. Um, so we will see what happens um, from here on in. Stanley Odd are from Edinburgh. Uh, they have recently come back with new material, some of which is decidedly darker and taps into, I suppose, people at my eternal love of artists such as Tricky. Um, they have a tour in November uh, around the uh, kind of immediate UK. Uh, they've got the 15th Elementary in Aberdeen, 21st Liquid Room in Edinburgh, Barfi in London on the 25th, uh, 28th is Inverness Ironworks, and December 13th is Glasgow Garage. Um, let's move on to our next artist and it is Sequel, uh, who's a mysterious gentleman and this is called Gamley.
So, the mighty sequel, which is Thomas and Amir. Thomas is actually from Edinburgh. Many think he uh, he actually bears a striking resemblance to Paul McCartney. He actually does. He's like a, a superhero in music land. He's a tour manager by day and a mystery musician by night. I can't actually tell you, well, I won't tell you who he is. Um, uh, I won't tell you who he's tour managing and who he has tour managed because it will give the game away and you might actually shit yourself with excitement. Um, but I do love a mystery, as do many people in the music industry. Um, this is my favourite track taken from his debut EP Prague, which is out now. Um, it's been getting some really good write-ups. The NME picked up on him this week, which is really good, considering their pile of shite. Um, but they obviously still have quite a, a kind of influence on people. Um, it's electro-heavy and abrasive. It's definitely for fans. Uh, that track in particular is fans, I suppose, for, for fuck buttons to start off with. Uh, but check Tom out and Amir. Um, he's he's a funny character. He's uh, got a mouth like a sewer, which uh, again can be quite attractive to a lot of people. Um, next up, Great Albatross and Roots. When I was young, I seemed to fall asleep. Like a tree, I grew my roots down deep Through the ground, two waters down below Murky and dark, they were forced to grow Underneath, my path was twisted gray While on the surface, things were bright as day The sun was bright and true Growing stronger through and through I thought my branches could touch the stars I didn't understand how far they are Deeper into sleep 
tangled in a bind, afraid of the things that I might find. Taken from Roots 7 Inch Final, it was uh, released uh, on Count Your Lucky Stars Records this year. Now, it will be getting a, a build up for next week um, because the video, I believe, is going to be premiered on Brooklyn Vegan, which is probably one of the biggest musical websites in uh, kind of the east side of America, New York area. Um, so Wesley Chung, who is the main, uh, kind of part of Great Albatross, and he has contributors, which include Malcolm Black, Seth Schaefer, Graham McCarriter, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I wish I could do this. Uh, Doug Brown, Tristan Hall, Liam Chapman, who is a band whore, and Evan Treen. Um, Liam Chapman, many may know from, um, friendly uh sorry not friendly friends in america and um his own project which is uh, prehistoric friends which are great so i discovered wesley through Bo- he was in a, a band called boris smile but he also knows very well joe mango who i kind of work with and i'm a fan of um his, so i've mentioned his video premiere the video for roots makes me cry every time I see it Um, and I feel ridiculous uh, because people will question that but it has this vulnerability I suppose it reminds me of my wee brother a bit Um, I I don't know why and uh, it makes me a bit nostalgic Um, but he is one of the most refreshing new artists I have come across um, in my blogging and um, another of those people that I, I really feel deserves um, a bigger, a way bigger platform. So I I kind of hope that good things come out of this and I think the video will swing it for a lot of people. It was filmed by um, Wake Up Advice, who's Ben Cowie and Co. And it's just 
a really simple concept but is done in such a great way and um, when you see it I hope you will agree. Next up this is going to get a bit noisy now uh, it's uh, Bronto Skylift with Birdcatcher Eater. and Ian Stewart, the duo that is Bronto Skylift. I remember many moons ago being in Block and uh, there was three bands playing and Bronto Skylift were one of them. This is when we first started Podcart, I think it was 2009 and um, Ian ended up playing on a, a top of a table in Block and it was absolutely mental. Um, so Bronto have had a bit of a sabbatical and this is the first taster from the new material. The new album is 
brilliant um it's a lot more meaty punchy and i think it's the finest stuff that they've done the production is glorious um it's done by jamie savage at chem 19 and the record was mastered by stephen ward um the album is to be called well it is called date with a ghoul and it's out later this year um it's the launch is actually being done by those lovely girls at Milk, Hannah Curry and Aileen Lynn, and it will be put on at Nice and Sleazy's on the 11th of September. Um, supports come from Felix Champion and the excellent Sharp Tooth, um, but definitely, um, I think, you know, for me, it's. I, I always felt that Ian was almost I suppose the driving force and that's no I suppose Neil will find that quite offensive but um I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one um but now I feel that they're they're kind of matched and um it's the the riffs really do kind of meet what I suppose a lot of expectation is um so they will be selling the album at the launch uh make sure you do go along it's it's definitely going to be a good one Um, So moving on to, again, something very different. Uh, This is Turning Plates and Falling Lives. The girl is crying gently Shaking hands to toe, but her mind is running empty. And now we have a show. The quivering observer. To see to his 
So it's a free track frig taken from Turning Plate's forthcoming debut album, The Shouting Cave. And uh, they've, they're self, it's self-released and it's part of, uh, well, it's part funded by Creative Scotland. Wow, someone got funding from Creative Scotland. Well done. Um, yeah, so it's available on the 22nd of September 2014 this year. Apparently it's a concept album that explores the effect of the internet on society um, and the band have kind of gone into their thoughts as to it being the purest reflection of humanity um and uh and so on it's very arty um i know i sound like a a bit of a, a tip saying that but um yeah for me things are, are more about the music and and for people to make their own kind of decisions on on what they they take from that um i did have a fear when i first listened to this that it would turn into a bit of a west end musical type affair based on the opening bars but is is almost kind of orchestral swells that steer it more in the way of Sigur Ross than than Andrew Lloyd Webber, which is is uh, I am very grateful for. Um, but subsequently, I've listened to it quite a lot and um, think it's it's really beautiful. Um, moving on to our final track and almost to the end of the podcast already, short and sweet, and I think that's the way to keep it. Um, especially when uh, there's road races happening in the road uh, outside of my flat. Um, 1987 uh, is uh, allegedly a man called Victor Holmberg, and uh, I must actually check with Rich Thane, who does a line of best fit, because I think he knows him, um, to make sure that's fact. Um, He is from Sweden, Stockholm, uh, rather, and he's on Parlophone Records. I, I like, like I say, I've loved every release that he's done so far, including the remixes. 
he's got a real kind of uh, numerical element in terms of obviously his name, which is a given, but his merchandise and 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 kind of other elements. Um, shrouded in mystery as the aforementioned sequel, and um, I actually translated the lyrics because it is sung in Swedish, and there is a line that says, "You look like Bambi." which is the line that goes, du set ut som Bambi, uh, which I might actually use on my boyfriend at some point in our relationship to try and impress him. Um, but Michelle is out now on iTunes, and so are the remixes. This is the Boge and Scandal remix. And uh, yeah, so if you have any tracks, please send them over. It's music at podcart.co. This has been quite a difficult thing for people to to kind of grasp. Um, co is a new domain name. Uh, there's no com, there's no co.uk. I'm not missing anything off the end. It simply is .co. Um, and uh, please just send, uh, please don't send MP3s, either a stream or something that we can download. And we do listen to absolutely everything. Um E, apart from, well, I kind of get 20 seconds into Kasabian uh, kind of people uh, that sound like that because uh, they're my most hated band on the earth. But apart from that, I, I will give most things uh, a decent chance. So, yeah, uh, check us out on um, we're podcart.co on our website now as well. We've got a new website and um, we will speak to you next week. Bye.
the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 